calling all campers, Leslie Samuel here, your camp director, back again to get you pumped up for something awesome. It's that time again, it's time for Creator Camp 2024. We took everything you loved from last year and stepped it up a notch. Yet we're back and better and man oh man, we're excited to have you join us. Now you may be asking, what's in store for this year's Creator Camp? Well, let me paint a picture for you. Imagine an epic kickoff party where new friendships spark and old ones rekindle. Imagine rubbing shoulders with not just the awesome workshop leaders, but also the amazing Ecamm team. Imagine having interactive, hands-on sessions where industry leaders share insights in fields that you're passionate about. Well, you just imagine Creator Camp 2024. Reconnect with the Ecamm fam, and of course, meals and beverages are all a part of your journey with us. Expect exciting activities and local excursions. What is it gonna be this time? Wine tasting, scavenger hunt, an evening of stargazing? <laughs> I'm not telling, at least not yet. This year's Creator Camp isn't just an event, it's an adventure. The Ecamm fam is taking over Amesbury, Massachusetts again, and trust me, you wanna be right there in the middle of the magic. So pack up your essentials, your laptop, your camera, and of course, your energy, and gear up for an unforgettable escapade at Creator Camp 2024. We can't wait to see all your smiling faces back together again. We'll see you at Creator Camp. Let's do this. Aloha, everybody, and welcome to The Flow. I am Doc Rock, your community manager, and... I'm Katie Fox. Yo, thank you. <laughs> welcome to the special edition of The Flow. We are recording live from the hotel here in Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland is amazing. Cleveland rocks. It, it, I, I, I didn't grow up here, but I spent every summer here because my grand lived here, and it was punishment to get sent to Cleveland for the summer. <laughs> Because Cleveland was such a, a words I can't say on the podcast. But it is pretty now. It's all dressed it's up. Brown Stadium is right out my window. Everybody out here has a vibe now. It's a really cool Cosmo City. And I'm loving it. I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I can't wait to tell my sisters, hey, man, Cleveland changed. It's not, <laughs> it's not where we grew up. Even the lake right here, Erie, we used to go there when we were kids. And there was stuff floating on the top. Now it's pretty. Yeah, it is. It's been a gorgeous city to walk around in. And it's really nice. So we're here for Content Marketing World, Correct. which is going to be absolutely incredible. So hopefully you'll follow along with us on our Instagram channel if you want to see some behind the scenes and special reels and bonus content, Doc is speaking. But what's been cool about it is that the setup process and the breakdown process kind of are in their own distinctive times on either side of the conference. So it's it's given us a little bit of time to actually all get here safely, decompress for a bit, have a nice, you know, team meetup, get everything all set up before the event itself kicks and, off. And, and kind of do stuff. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. Yeah. So yeah, that has been super, super good. I, I must say that I'm excited to be going uh, with this, especially this new series that we're working on. We are working on a special series for Leap into Podcasting which is our show, which is coming up on 29th and 30th of September. Mm -hmm. 
So hopefully you're listening in time to get yourself ready. Yep. Uh, you can go to leapintopodcasting.com. It's going to be amazing. Yep. And how much does it cost? Free. My favorite number. That's <laughs> my favorite number. I will say, if you're like, oh, free. I like, you know, I just really want to pay you guys. We hear yeah. you. We hear you. <laughs> we do have uh, both virtual, digital, as well as physical planners. So if you want something extra, you want either a tangible or a digital version of that. The planners, which are great for the whole year as well as to take notes during the event itself, they are for sale for really cheap. They're like, it's 25 for the digital planner and 35 for the physical planner, but they come with replay access, not only for this year's sessions, but for last year's and the year before. So if you're new to Ecamm or you haven't been to any of our events before, you will get all of our past sessions, which is just an insane amount of content that you could work through. Probably it'll take you like a year to get yes. your way through yes. all the content. All the content. But I think it's a really great opportunity. Um, this is our first year of doing all live sessions. So we wanted to make sure that we gave everyone the chance to be able to have replay access in case you're not able to take time off on those two days and really dive in with us. But uh, we hope you do. I think it really will be a worthwhile, valuable experience to catch things live and be I able to so actually too. get your... You know, I, I do find it funny that there's always this kind of push between all live sessions, all pre-recorded sessions, and people literally get irritated that they go to conferences where the sessions are pre-recorded. The information is the information. Yeah. The only advantage of a live session is you could talk to people in the chat, but you can do that by entering community. So to me, if I give you an advice, don't pin yourself on which way is better. Use both <laughs> to the best of your ability. Yeah. Like, is a steak better on the grill or in the frying pan? Both. <laughs> like, why would you limit yourself to which one you like better, especially if you can't always pull out a grill? Now, if you live somewhere where you could always pull out a grill, hey, I understand. But if you're in a condo, learn how to work the frying pan. Like, learn how to get what you get out of whatever you're getting. That's, the, I guess, the end-all, be-all to that speech. One last thing before we bring in our studio audience guests. Well, not really because they're remote. Okay, I'm tripping. Um, <laughs> I did want to say... To everyone listening at home, thank you so much for listening. We made it to 500 downloads, and we are recording episode seven, which is a milestone in podcasts because they say most podcasts eat it before seven episodes, and yeah, it's just a thing. So I want to support that and say thank you to all you guys. Also, a reminder, if you can, please go to the iTunes podcast place and leave a review let us know what you think. One of the best things you can do to show a podcast you care, you like them or whatever, leave a review and share it with people who you think might get some value out of hearing what those podcasters are talking about. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's like absolutely perfect timing because today's episode is all about overcoming obstacles and excuses and persevering. And so it couldn't be better timing than to have it now when we've yes. made it made yes. it to this point. So, and I think it'll be it's going to be great. This is our first, very first interview on the podcast, and we are kicking off three weeks of special guests and cool extra content as we get ready and excited for a leap into podcasting. So, huge, huge thank you to our amazing guest today and our guests that are joining us for the next little bit. Make sure that you, uh, if you aren't able to join us for the live studio audience for these episodes, then definitely, you know, either catch them on replay on YouTube or pop us in your ear while you're jogging or cleaning or doing whatever, or driving, doing whatever else. But this is going to be extra special, awesome content. So. I just had a very funny thought. <laughs> um, 
because you're talking, and then I'm over here shaking my head, realizing that the audio people cannot see even the size of my head. You can't see it shaking. I, I do that audio. a lot. Yeah. It's super funny. So that's something that you. That's why you want to come to the live tapings. Trust me. Come to live tapings every Tuesday, 12 p.m. on the Ecam YouTube channel. Then you you'll see me shaking my head in uh, real life. Okay, let's bring on our guest because you just mentioned something about overcoming excuses, overcoming oh, yeah. obstacles, and just like just having that, just get it done at whatever cost mentality. And so I'm excited to have our first guest on because she is an amazing example of not letting anything get in your way. I have the benefit of being a mentor to her. I have a benefit of being a friend of hers and seriously, one of the coolest people in the world. And I love saying that I get to know her because Every time I feel like I don't want to do something, I have the like the bracelet. What would Aubrey do? <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, let's say what's up to our friend Aubrey. What's up, Aubrey? All right, Obs. Will you give us a quick, brief, who are you, <laughs> and why you're joining us today? Correct. Yeah. So, hey, I'm Aubrey. Um, go by simply Obs. Pretty much. Everywhere on the internet. Um, and I was, well, I can go through all the things. I'm like, yeah, I was over 300 pounds. It was crazy. I lost 160. Woo. Awesome. So then I was like, I can do anything. So I learned how to code. What? Became a software engineer. Went out to San Francisco. What? So then I'm like, this is awesome. Training with friends. And to ride from San Francisco to L.A. over seven days, 545 miles. And I had an accident. Oopsie. So, but hey, they thought I wouldn't make it through the night. I'd die. But uh, I'm kind of, what, stubborn? <laughs> and I'm here. So, <laughs> very excited about that. So. let's. We wanted to keep this, like, super... Like natural, right? We don't want to get it too polished up. So I guess a question for the people that don't know you, what advice would you give to someone who still finds themselves on that perfection kick? Oh, man, the perfection kick, huh? <laughs> yeah, I like how you laugh because we have this conversation so often. <laughs> I'm like, um, yeah, do you want me to just point right there? Don't be so hard on yourself. There you go. So, so I see it all the time. But yeah, perfectionism, I said, perfection does not exist. So, yep, don't worry. Putting that on shirt. <laughs> but <laughs> basically, well, you hear my voice. I'm like, my voice kept me from actually getting on recording videos for five years or Something because I'm like after my accident. Cause I, I mean, I used to speak for a living partially. Like I was software engineer, but I was like on the enablement team. So I kind of taught our people how you know or how to work the software. So I'm like, wait a second. So I used to be able to do this good, and now I sound weird. What? So I mean, it was. I'm thankful that now, five, six years now, I'm finally seeing stuff, but I'm like, 
go back to the video of I had just recorded a commercial for the boot camp coding boot camp I did, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it was like so different. I was like, that's who I was. But speaking of, like Doc's like, oh, you probably wouldn't have even hung out with this. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's funny because I'm like, oh, dude, you have no idea. It's hilarious because I'm like, I was so terrified back then. I was like extremely anxious and stuff, but I think I hate it well. Now I'm just like, here you go. <laughs> this is who I am. Yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah. It's funny because that's the running joke in our group is, you know, because she's always like, oh, I want to be like the Arby that I used to be. And I'm like, we don't know that girl. The hell with that girl. That, <laughs> that girl was probably mean to us and wouldn't be our friend. <laughs> And blah, blah, but the OBS we got now loves us to death and we love her. So we like the OBS that we have now. We don't care about the old Aubrey. And yeah. it's super funny because I just heard something recently and it's something that not only I love so much, I'm going to teach as many people as possible. The you you are right now, it is impossible for you to be the you that you were even five years ago. Mm-hmm. Because the way the human body works, every cell in your body dies and replicates itself within a certain amount of time. So there's not a single cell in your body today that was there five years ago. When the cell doesn't die and lives forever, you know what that's called? Cancer. Mm. Right? So by the nature of science, you can't possibly be the you that you used to be. It doesn't exist. So get over, I want to be back the way I was at some X, Y, Z, because that's impossible. Scientifically, not a single cell in your body is still there. And I think, too, I, like it's, I love your story, Aubrey, because it's the epitome of you, you remembering all of the things that you were great at, but then you also said that those are things that you felt nervous about and you were overthinking it at that point as well. And I think that's a good reminder for all of us that, you know, often you'll see someone up on stage or someone speaking on a video or in a podcast and you're like, oh, you know, I'm never like, it's that comparison, right? Like I'm never going to get to sound as good as them or like, you know, I'm never going to get that video to be as great as I did that one day. We're always thinking that something was better than it was or forgetting what all of those feelings were inside. Like we're always kind of overcoming yeah. That yeah. That feeling of inadequacy or the feeling or or the nerves or the, you know, anything that's kind of keeping us there, even when we had our best moments. Like even yeah. when we look back and that was like our best moment, in that moment there was still the nerves and there was still all that other stuff. So why wouldn't you have it now? Or why wouldn't you still have those kinds of feelings that pop up now? It's more about how you deal with them, right? Like how you right. how you how you get past it and how you're able to make an executive decision on how to react to something. Everything you do, people say everything is choices. They're correct. And some people say, well, I didn't have a choice because so-and-so did so-and-so. No, but you always have the choice of how you react to it. Yeah. So you can let it consume you, take you over, or you can use it as a driving factor. It's one of the reasons why I love Aubrey because she decided in so many different cases along the way to use her accident or the way she was feeling as motivation to do something different, do something better, do something extra. In that thought, Aubrey, 
We have your show. I know what it is. So it's hard for me not to spill the beans because I know what it is. Can you explain <laughs> your show to people and what you're doing? Correct. Yeah, absolutely. So every morning, 7 a.m. Eastern time, <laughs> but I have a little morning motivational minute-ish. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Ish <laughs> is like my favorite word now after the accident because I'm like, um, yeah, nothing's exact at all. It's all ish, you know, just ish. Yeah, I'll be there around five ish. <laughs> we'll start by 12 ish, you know. I mean, hey, I'm still going to do it, but you know, there's that ish. Well, the ish gives you that level of permission to to do it, but to give yourself some grace. Grace, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Yep. I love it. See, there you go. Yep. It, so it's super that. funny. I think the thing I like about the morning minute-ish is <laughs> my yeah. interpretation is because RB, like myself, will do random sidetracks in the middle of what you're talking about. So the minute becomes three because you just go, hey, there's that, oh, dog, or squirrel. <laughs> and you just go the other yeah. direction. <laughs> so I like that part of it. And I like when you say, Katie, it allows you the grace to make the adjustments accordingly. Yeah, all of the above is cool. Two questions that are linked together. What was the point that made you want to go live or cr- create video? A kind of the, you know, your the before you and then the now you. What was the point that said like, okay, I need to do this. What about video made you need to do it? And then how did that translate into what you do now? I mean, to do a daily show is a lot. So like, how did you kind of, what was that? What was that path? Well, actually, the path, let's see. Well, firstly, we'll just talk motivation. I'm sure, like, yeah. um, so I need a lot of it <laughs> all the time. And I'm like, okay, well, if I need it, I'm sure there's others, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I'll get it for me. But by speaking it out, like, I'm able to share with others and i'm like everybody needs some motivation right yep like no matter what you're going through like you have a crazy day and your boss is yelling at you or your kids are running around being all crazy or you know yep i'm like all sorts of things can happen one thing's the same get a little motivation oh that's pretty awesome you know and (laughs) so i want to say the whole short-ish, minute-ish, it's like, it's more of a bite-sized thing. So yeah. I'm not like Doc going on and waxing works like about, <laughs> what is it, basket, ancient Mesopotamian basket weaving. I'm like, <laughs> um, so there's not all that. And um, I'm like, hey, let's keep it short, let's keep it sweet, let's condense it, and go for it. So That is so good. I was okay, first of all, we're going to fight. Because Arby likes to tell us that she forgets everything, but she remembered that I always say wax rhapsodically, and she remembered my example is always ancient Mesopotamian basket weaving. Probably two of the hardest things to remember. Oh, you remember that? You remember me saying dumb stuff? Okay, cool. Uh, hey. I thought we were friends, Ops. I'm just saying. <laughs> Come that on. makes, I, again, though, like I think it, this is an important thing for everyone 
listening and watching to, to really take home because I think a lot of what gets in the way of wanting to create a podcast or wanting to create a show, a live show or a especially recorded a show, show, especially a live show, is this idea of you think it's much bigger than it is or than it needs to be. And so I love that you said, okay, I really need to have these motivational moments. So I'm going to broadcast these motivational moments because it keeps you consistent and make sure that you're doing it. But it also like helps other people, which is awesome. But you knew that it would need to be brief and attainable because that's the kind of content it was. And that's what you were able to, to handle and to manage. And it felt like an approachable task. I think every time, you know, we think about shows, we're always like, well, you know, it's got to be an hour and it's got to have, you know, this like format and workflow. It doesn't like it really matters more about what your content is, what your goals are and what what you need to do in order to be consistent. You know, when I when I worked in social media marketing. Uh, the advice we gave all the time to people that were, you know, opening up new social accounts or businesses that were starting to get into marketing, it was like, they're like, well, I should open it on all the channels. And I was like, you should pick your favorite social channel and start there. If you want to, if you want to add on stuff later because it's manageable or because that's a growth idea, great. But when you open up an account on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and then, and then you realize all of those take, you know, whatever amount of time for you to populate all the time, then it's really easy to say like, whoa, okay, I'm in over my head. I can't do that. I need to parent. I need to need to stop doing it. I'm busy this week. I can't. All the excuses come in because you've made it not attainable. So like what you've done is great because you set yourself up. You've set yourself up even by calling it ish, by like, by making it shorter. You've still done like the, even doing it daily is still a lot, but you've given yourself that level of grace and permission to say, it's not going to be the same every single time. It's going to be what I'm able to manage. It's not going to ever really be all that long. And the goal is really to just help myself and people that are listening and watching. We just talked about recently with the crew that this is from Rich. Back when we did our original <laughs> Vlogmas, we got to a day and Rich is doing his regular business. So he was super busy, but he didn't want to miss a date. And so in order to maintain his consistency, Rich came on. He said, hey, everyone. It's Vlogmas Day 7 or whatever. Just want to say what's up. Hope your holidays are doing fine. X, Y, Z. And I got nothing. So I'll see you tomorrow. And that was his entire video. But that was better than skipping. Because like we talked about in the pre-show, a lot of times skipping crushes your momentum. And then it's a problem. It gives you a different level of permission. You're giving yourself the permission to take a break. Yes. Yes. And then it's much easier to say, well... You know, I didn't, I gave myself permission to take a break. Then it like threw off my repurposing plan or I didn't have the content for like for this. And so then it's easier to say, okay, well also in the following week or I'm all, I'm more busy now than I was when I gave myself the break. So Correct. you're opening up your, your excuses in the other way. So, well, so this is why I have a problem with the entire creator community absorbing this burnout thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I get it. Burnout is real hundred percent, but when you know you have it, yes, do it. When you're just like, I don't feel like doing it and I'm going to label it burnout, it's a little, one, disingenuous to the people that are actually having like a full-on mental break. And it's also setting yourself up for failure. You're not cheating us. You're cheating yourself 
because you're going to have a hard time going again once you take that break. Yeah. So you even have to be careful, similar to the uh, pharmaceutical commercials, and they start going through the list of symptoms, and then you go, oh, man, I got all of those, and you start asking your doctor. It's the same thing. Don't hear other people talk about their burnout or their issues yeah. and start looking for those problems in yourself because they might not exist, right? And so one of the things that Obs and I talk about a lot is I was like, Obs, you got to keep sharing your stuff and don't stop because every day someone has an accident that causes a TBI, mm-hmm. a traumatic brain injury. Mm-hmm. And those people are going to be looking to, everyone likes representation, yeah. right? They're going to be looking to find someone like them or they can align with. And I feel like you're doing a fantastic job of that, yeah. number one. And my favorite thing is it allows me to not let any of my other students come with excuses because I can say, hey, Aubrey did her work, <laughs> you know. And so Aubrey just goes, yeah, I did my work. What are you doing? So it's kind of cool. Have people who've gone through similar accidents reached out to you? Um, That is a good question because I'm like, I really didn't find anyone for a long time who, how do you say it? had anything close to what I had. Yeah. If that makes sense. I'm like yeah. it was um mostly people who had concussions. Yeah. Um and That's scary I'm enough. not saying one thing is better or worse. Yeah. Okay. It's different, yeah. yeah. But correct, yeah. Like it's just interesting being like, okay, you can drive, right? I'm not allowed to drive. Wait, what? But, no, it was, what, four years before I met somebody who had had something somewhat similar. And wow. I'm like, uh, not the same-ish. <laughs> so I'm using it again. So I'm like, once again, which is crazy, but I'm like, I'm finding more, how do you say, info yeah. in the stroke world. Than yeah. I am in the TBI traumatic brain injury. Yeah. What? So because basically my brain injury was like the adult version of shaken baby syndrome. Oh wow. Oh. So like ten percent of people survive. They gave me a five percent chance. Yeah, because you are such a like a, a miracle in getting through to the other side of that. You're you're like an exception. <laughs> you are the right, yeah. exception to all of the other cases. In true Aubrey fashion, yeah. she kept it gangster and kept going. <laughs> See, Aubrey, that's cool. And you know, I remember like I had a stroke, I had a TIA stroke, and I remember coming out of it and having brain fog for a little bit, but it went away. So I think whether you know it or not, you're probably still catching people. But I think to me, your biggest impact actually is stopping the excuse mobile for people <laughs> because they can like, how can I look myself in the mirror and be like, I don't want to do it today because I have a headache when <laughs> Aubrey just does it anyway and does it with a smile on her face. Sometimes playing her guitar, sometimes having the whiskey at hand, uh, sometimes with her jokes, you know, and it's funny. So, yeah, I, I think I love the fact that you're doing what you're doing. I love the fact that you're showing you should just put your excuses aside and go for it. Yeah. And I like the fact that now you let your your regular Arby flag fly. Like, I'm going to be the Arby <laughs> that I am and I'm not adjusting it for yep. anybody. This is just what Free you get. Flag. I love that. 
Yeah, I think that's so hugely important. And I feel like that's where the magic happens. I'm willing to bet that more people find benefit in what you're doing now, even versus what you were doing before your accident, where, you know, you were one of many that could help, you know, in a particular niche, certainly, like wasn't that you weren't good at what you were doing. But there was the kind of, I don't know, it feels like you are more authentically you and you're in this space where you're helping not only yourself, but others. It's, it's, you are an, an exception again. Like it's, it's something where it's, it's different than what everyone else is. It's offering. funny because that's where the real definition of the term exceptional comes from. Right. People tend <laughs> to use it for yeah. like, I reached this pinnacle, but in a lot of cases, the pinnacle is something anybody could reach if they put the work in. Yeah. So that's not what exceptional technically means, yeah. right? People like to throw around these words without fully understanding them. Aubrey, you are exceptional because you're being an exception to the rule, exception to the quote-unquote norm. I hate that word. Um, and things like that. So I appreciate you and what you do. We talk about this all the time. In our studio audience, Todd had mentioned that he took a six-month break off. And it's something we talked about because Todd's also one of my students. Yeah. The thing that Todd stated in his statement is that the restarting was actually harder than beginning starting the, first in the first time. time. Yeah. So if nothing else, try not to take those breaks because the restart is completely different. Here's how I like to help people understand. When you got no gas and you're pushing a car, yeah. <laughs> that first couple of feet is freaking super hard. You're trying to move 2,800, 3,600 pounds. Once you get it going, say, like a quarter of a block, you can push that sucker forever because as long as it's on a flat ground, as long as it's, moving, yeah. it's going to keep yeah. going <laughs> with a little bit yeah. less, you know, going. The minute you stop again, you're, you're going to build that time. momentum. Yeah. And actually yeah. trying to stop it by pulling also very hard because the momentum is already going. So a lot of that resistance, yeah. once it's behind you, it no longer can pull you back because anything once it's in motion is going to stay in motion. Hey, somebody said that once. (laughs) Yeah. In the world of podcasting, I would say that it is okay to take a quote unquote break if you have a show, if you've planned ahead and your show is the kind of show that has seasons. So Kirk Nugent is a great example of this. You're planning your exceptions. Right. Yeah. You're planning your breaks in advance, like which then 100%. And that makes sense if you have the kind of show where you are building a season around a particular topic or theme Correct. or, you know, or you, um, you know, I mean, I think Kirk has like guests lined up. I think there is still an overarching theme. Well, I know to why Kirk has the seasons and yeah. I want to tell his secret and nobody, <laughs> nobody no listening Kirk. to this or watching the live audience told Kirk, I told you, but I know how his seasons work. His seasons go, 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 go. Somehow they magically stop at the same time that his three kids get out of school. Yeah. And they I feel restart. That. I feel that and they restart magically when his kids go back to school. Yeah. So Kirk's seasons are based around being the dad, which yeah. is brilliant. Which is brilliant. Because you know you're letting your audience know. They know what to expect. They know that they don't have to stress about missing an episode. Yeah. They also got them children to tend to. Yeah. Right? And then so, and it feels like you're also building a momentum towards the launch of the correct. new season, right? So. It gives you a chance to stop, course correct, reassess things, book new guests, 
get new equipment, adjust equipment, remove equipment. So yeah, if you, I agree with you. If you know that you're going to have things scheduled, it's kind of cool. You can let it in and out. Yeah. So I love that. Ubs, I have to tell you something that's great because it came from my studio audience. It says, Ubs saw the Grim Reaper and threw him out the window. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best comment ever. Go. Thank you, Mr. Moderator. Get out of here. I got stuff to do. I, I'm happy yeah. to have you on as our first official guest, Aubrey, mm-hmm. because again, number one, just genuinely one of the coolest people in the planet. And we always just, I think we all rally around you because of your energy. And I believe you had that stuff in you before, but you were hiding it over trying to, let's be honest, be a female in the coding world oh, yeah. is a lot. A lot. Okay? <laughs> I, I, I worked in the Valley. It's a lot, right? And, and the females always have to work harder and show out more yes. and sort of fight all of the blockades and things like that. So I can see where your anxiety would come from. I can see where your comparison syndrome would come from. And so in a way, the real Aubrey was there and it took the accident and the limitations to then allow you to get out. Right. A lot of times for all creatives involved, you find some of your best work in the limitations. Mm -hmm. So don't get freaked out when you get stuck with a limitation like not having your whole studio today, Doc, and having to do this weird (laughs) thing that we're doing that's seeming to work now. So you will find your creativity in your limitations. And I hope you folks can get a takeaway from that. Do you have any advice or something that you would like to pass on to our listeners, Hobbs? Well, let's see. Advice? I would say, well, how about I tell you a story? Yes. All right, love stories. I thought I had made it, like made it. Like I was word, like teaching and doing everything I could to help minorities and LGBTQ, everybody with coding, learn yeah. how to code and basically change their life. I even got invited to the White House under Obama so to attend a tech and innovation summit. I'm like, check that out. See, I was like making it, right? Yeah. And it was hilarious because about that time I was interviewing for jobs and it's kind of awesome. You go in the White House and interviewing for jobs? Yep, it it helps things. (laughs) But... I'm like, but then after I have my accident, I'm like, wait, what, what, what is going to happen? What, whoa, who am I? Like, Doc, like you were saying, like, hone in, like, when you're limited to what you have. Well, I, thankfully, I have the camera. Love my microphone. But I'm like, <laughs> I love my, oops, I should say this guitar's. But my hand, like, this one's good, this one not. It's like, what is it? went from over 80 words a minute to 20, if I'm lucky. (laughs) Like, so, and I use left to play my chords. I'm like, that's a bit of a problem. (laughs) But, like Doc said, it's a constraint or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, limitation, yeah. It's constraint, yeah. A limitation, yeah. thank you. So it's like I can't do what I normally would or how I usually used to. I have to work 
with what I got. Mm -hmm. And I did a lot of writing before. Yeah. Well, now I can't type, but I can talk. But but I sound awful. What? <laughs> All right, Alps. You got to figure it out. What? <laughs> well, got to figure it out. So it's one I'm still working on. And I saw, like, G. Albert even said, like, how do you even do it? Like, embrace it. I'm like... I wish I had a very succinct answer for you. I don't come like, this is Aubrey. And people say, oh, 2.0? No, when I lost weight, that was Aubrey 2.0. This is Aubrey 3.0. <laughs> nice. 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 So, so you can release Aubrey 4.0 when we release each <laughs> 4 We can have like a well, dual, we'll a all level release. Up. Yeah, exactly. Release at the same time. I like what you just said because I think a lot of people will ask that question yeah. of you. How do you embrace – like because I always tell people embrace the suck, right? You, you've been in my class. I, I say embrace the suck all the time. That's a military thing. You don't need a time or a space or an accident or anything to just make the executive decision – to embrace and accept what you are and where you are, who you are. Now, know that with any practice, you can change if you wish, or you can work with what you got. Mm -hmm. So you don't need permission to do that. Just do it, right? Like, hey, I accept me for who I am. You can do that today. Walk into the bathroom, look yourself in the mirror, and say, I accept me for who I am. I embrace me for who I am. I am going to work to make myself better, but I'm accepting one that I got right now. Yeah. And then my other line, you know me. Say I am a creator and say it out loud. Don't just do it in your head because it allows you to not freak out about being on camera, having the mics and stuff, do what they want to do, things like that. So yeah. I definitely still say I say my affirmations to myself out loud in the mirror. And it's not even the kind you guys learn in church. Like I just make up my <laughs> own, right? Because it's a reminder to me that if I stop doing what I'm doing, I'm going to disappoint all the people at the flow, yeah. all of the people that are part of the eCamp community and things like that, yes. as well as disappoint myself. Oh. So I just accept it for what it is, right? You just got to do what you got to do. So yeah. I appreciate that, Obs. You are absolutely freaking remarkable. I love when you pop into the chat. It's like the whole chat lights up. And all of a sudden, everybody goes, hey, Obs, like right down the list. Because I think the effect that you have on me, I think you have on the majority of the community. You can always keep that in your back pocket for when you're having one of those, um, you know, insert your favorite bad word here days. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think can just I, go like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. My favorite button. <laughs> I love it. I think it totally makes me, and this this expression gets like a bad rap because I think that it again plays into sort of that burnout culture, and and I do think that there there's a time and a place for it. But hearing what you said reminded me of like being a kid and hearing my dad say, you know, well if, if you can't walk, you crawl, you know, and it's and I know that that expression has a bad rap, but I think that what you said in that is really the embodiment of that. I, you know, I can't type anymore. I can't, I can't get the content out the way that I used to be able to do it. And so I needed to switch to this different medium. 
that maybe was scarier. Maybe you don't like how you look or your voice or whatever else, but it accomplishes the goal. So, you know, you might be sitting there and, and thinking to yourself, like, I, you know, I've always been, a, you know, a writer, I can't do video, or I've always been a podcaster, I can't add video content into it. If it gets you to the solution in a better way, or it makes your workflow easier, or it pushes you outside your comfort zone to be able to reach people better, it may be crawling and maybe it's not as much fun as just walking, but it might get you there, you know, in a better way, or it might get you there in a different way or teach you a different thing, or it might be the only way to get there. And so I, I think it's hugely important. I think the embodiment of hell is the comfort zone. Yeah. Okay. People that live in the comfort zone, you're never getting a chance to experience growth or yeah. be better or be different. And it's it's really weird because in one voice you tell yourself to accept yourself for who you are, but it's still okay to do that and still want to be better. But realizing that being better requires work. And I think a lot of people like to draw these weird lines in the sand that like, oh, I am what I am and that's just the way it is. That sentence is correct. But that still doesn't mean you can't make yourself better for yourself, even if for nobody else. Yeah. And I think a lot of people like to take that and use that as the line, but they're using that line to be like in the comfort zone. So it's like, I got what I got. Oh, what do you got? Oh, I got a hundred bucks. hundred bucks sounds awesome. Yeah, man, I'm winning. I go, but what if that was a hundred million? You still good? <laughs> no. Yeah. So it's okay to try to, and if we are fine with that conversation when it comes to money or things or materials, yeah. we do really bad at doing that for ourselves. And I think it's something that I like to strive to get people to work towards. And I know you do the same, Aubrey, which is why I still love your poster. People at home, you can't see her poster behind her head says, don't be so hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely love that poster. And sometimes when Aubrey gets hard on herself, our whole crew goes, oh, look at the poster. And she goes, yeah, you guys are right. <laughs> Every time. It's so I need great. I need a poster like that. I definitely. And it's funny because I, I totally preach it to other people, which I think is important for everyone to hear. You know, the people who you think are on top of it or you think are really, you know, super organized or have it all together. They also have bad days. They also have times where everything goes wrong or someone leaves a comment that makes them feel little or, you know, all of the stuff that happens or, you know, they thought that they could do it better. You know, they were being a perfectionist about it. The important part about perseverance, which it was what I titled today's episode, is really about pushing through that noise yeah. and yeah. figuring out, you know, who you want to be and what you want to accomplish and what it takes to get there. And it might be that you are finding an easier path to save yourself time because, you know, because work-life balance is super important to you, or it, it might be that it's a much harder path, but you need to get there because that's how you need to live or how you need to work or how you want to be able to share something that's important to other people. So, you know, your, your stumbling blocks are helping other people overcome theirs. So it's, yeah. it, it doesn't make it easy for you, but that's part of being kind of the, the leader and a, and a voice for others that are also struggling. It makes a huge difference. You're not showing up yeah. matters. Like it matters a lot. So it, it, I think forces us all to think through like, what is your mission? What are you like, what are you showing up Dude, for? That's my right? favorite. 
And you know, the best part is Ari delivers it with a smile on her face and the best freaking expressions in the planet. So I always crack up because Ari has funny facial expressions, which, which is so cool. Like that's part of you. That's your energy, right? That's what I do. Yeah, I'm still I'm still jealous about this whole peach milkshake thing you be bringing, you know, to the party sometimes because we don't live in Georgia, so I can't get the peach milk. Oh my god. <laughs> See, she has one. She's, she always she's ready. Has the peach she's ready. I'm like, I can't get one of those. Uh, All right, I'm coming to Georgia. Yeah, we we need a we yep. need a Georgia road trip. We need EK Georgia. Bring it on. See Aubrey and Michelle, the rest of the crew. So, man, Aubrey, thanks for being our first guest. Um, absolutely amazing. I think it was kind of perfect that we had virtually every tech challenge on location with Aubrey as a guest because had we just given up. This episode would have been useless. It would have made no sense whatsoever. Oh my no. goodness, he didn't even think about that. And go. it's episode seven. It's episode seven. So we have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> we are committed. See? And we're talking, yeah, we're leading into Leap, which, Aubrey, you are so kind. And I, I want to share this story out loud because I think, again, it's super important for everyone to hear this. Aubrey emailed me, and the email was something to the extent of, I know I'm way too late to be a Leap speaker. I know I can't at all be involved with Leap into Podcasting this year, but I just wanted to reach out and say that I have this cool story to share. I want to share my story with people. And it wasn't too late because we're doing these interviews leading up to Leap. We would certainly be bundling this up and sharing it with all the Leap attendees. So it, I think we just tell ourselves like, oh, I can't reach out to that person. They're already done that thing. Or they like my, I'm not going to bring value. They've already got it together. I think it's okay. Who wants to listen to me? Who wants to listen to me? Yeah. Yeah, So I'm, I'm so thankful that you did that because I think your story is incredibly important for people to hear. I'm so excited that we'll be able to share it with everyone at Leap. And I'm thrilled that you're able to join us today. Aubrey, you've never said who wants to listen to me, have you? (laughs) What? (laughs) I mean... Okay, Paul, no snitching. Uh, what happens in the gold group stays in the gold group. <laughs> Love it. Is, I'm happy you shared that, um, Case, because I do think a lot of times when you talk to people, they're like, how did you do so-and-so? I just asked. You just, yeah. Oh. There's really, <laughs> and I'm, I'm the person that always, like, again, I say this, I think every episode or every video, I overthink it to death. I am never the person that asks. But you know what? I say yes to almost everything. So I'm a great mark to ask. So Super funny. Definitely ask You would figure me. because you always get these emails, you would know that people send these emails is okay. But it is definitely different when you do it, right? That's super funny. I mean, I, you know, I think it, it builds good relationships. It does. It does. Yeah, even like when I got Uncle Ray to come on the show, I was like, I can't believe I'm emailing. I'm typing the email. I can't believe I'm just going to cold email. I'm going to cold email them. Hey, uh, yeah, so I just do this show, and I want people to hear about copywriting. I think storytelling is coming big for content creators, podcasters, and that. And I would just love to have you on because I love your books. Matter of fact, every time I get a copy of your book, I give it away. I just gave my last copy away to my boss, which was true. And then he's like, yeah, I'll come on your show, and I watch your show. I'm like, wait a minute, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, I watch your show all the time. I'm like, oh, my God. It's such a crazy experience, so you never freaking know but you won't know if you don't ask so yeah and i talked to doc about it like two months ago i think yeah yeah i'm so so proud i was of like yeah he's gonna kick my rear <laughs> <laughs> yeah i try to scare her but i'm scared of her actually. <laughs> guys i do want to talk to you about something 
uh, because as we did have this special episode and we did run into some challenges, I wanted to ask, now that we're all out here creating stuff and we're doing content and a lot of times we're going to be in places like now where you're on your location, not in your studio, uh, dealing with hotel internet or conference internet. Have you ever had what I like to call a street emergency? Well, let me tell you a little story about street emergency and leap in the live streaming. Last year, we're doing our leap conference at the ECAM office. And in the middle of the entire show, like day two, the internet provider for the city that ECAM headquarters exists in decided that'll be a good day to not provide internet. Not show up. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you got like one job, fam. You provide internet. It says it in the title. They decided, nah, not today. We don't care about ECAMS conference or whatever. Here's what is funny. We did not know that the internet in the town dropped because nothing happened at the conference. And you're like, wait, Doc, what kind of like freaking magic is that? I know your your family's from Haiti, but what kind of voodoo <laughs> is that? Well, it turns out that I had just installed Speedify on my computer and I had Speedify on my phone. And in the process of interviewing the people from Speedify, <laughs> I had set my computer, but had it running. We were just talking in the background. We were doing like a meeting to see what we we're gonna talk about for the Speedify panel for Leap. And so luckily I had Speedify on, set up, and I had my iPhone set up as the backup connection. Mm -hmm. When the connection died, I would have had a stream emergency but without my even knowing, my phone kicked in and we went through the whole stream and everything was fine. Really funny, that night when the stream was over, we all went back. I go to my hotel and then I decided, okay, now I can watch the Manchester United game because I'm not working. So I opened up my phone and ATA goes, wah, 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 you're out of data. How the heck did I use all of the data? And I figured out that my phone my phone, my iPhone 13 Pro Max was the connection for an entire live conference thanks to Speedify. Make sure you go to Speedify.com <laughs> and download Speedify. You can also just go to the Apple Store on your Mac, you know, open the App Store, type in Speedify. It is hands down one of the coolest things. And besides just saving you in a stream emergency, it's a full VPN, so you can have secure connections yeah. if you're making banking transactions or, you know, you want to do things where you just don't have any drama. So thanks to Speedify for sponsoring this episode of The Flow. <laughs> and know that my stream emergency is an actual true story, so you can go check yeah. out the replays yourself. It was so funny, and we didn't even know until it was over. Yeah, that, and that's the kind of stream emergency you really want to deal with. Correct. Are the ones where, where it just solves itself because you pre-planned and partnered with the right people. Yeah, I can't. I really can't speak highly enough about it it's as a tool. Safe. It's a lifesaver. It's, it's a lifesaver. It's the number one thing that goes wrong is yep. internet connectivity. So I think just having it as an extra, and they have a great deal for everyone at, that attends the event. So if you're signed up, you'll be covered. We'll release that promo code during the event. If you're not signed up, it's a really good reason to sign up for free. 100%. You can be you can be doing your trial now, and I think you will end right about the time we start the conference because there's a 14 day free trial. Yeah. Do not tell them I said this in the sponsor read, <laughs> but it's way too cheap for what it actually does. They should probably like double or triple the price 
but don't tell them I told yeah, you. Yeah, don't ask. Yeah, get in now. Get in now before they somebody listens to me for once. It's so funny that this was like we were like, okay, we're gonna do, we're gonna start doing some more sponsor reads so that we can show you what a sponsor read sounds like and how the process goes within the video. And it's hilarious because that is actually a completely true story. So for us, we're like, we don't even need copy yeah. from you, Speedify. We've got this because I we explain it. We lived this. <laughs> yeah. Well, that and when I was in San Diego for a social media marketing world, I also needed to use Speedify because the connection in the hotel was poor. In this, yeah, like it absolutely bonds, horrendous. It bonds together a bunch of different Correct. sources. So you know, it's great if you're on a team and you have, you know, we had a hotspot, we had the Wi-Fi that was at the hotel, and then we have our phones. So be- between few of us and the few different sources, you're able to create a pretty powerful internet connection. Absolutely. You know what's funny is my sister-in-law went to Italy for the World Coffee Conference and I was like, can I just go? You need a tech person? Do you need a a translator? She's like, you speak Italian? I speak Japanese. Does count? Anyway, I couldn't go with her, unfortunately. But she said, I need need a VPN for when I travel. And I said, you already have one. And she goes, no, I only downloaded that Speedify thing. I go, yeah, it's a VPN (laughs) Done. And she's like, wait, what? How do you install it? I go, it's already installed. You're good. Just click the Speedify button first. You're already VPN. And she was like, are you sure? Like so nervous that it wasn't the same thing. <laughs> and they are. So even me as a nerd for my family, I install it on everyone's phone. And I tell them before you decide to pay bills or do things on your phone, hit the Speedify button first. Yeah. So you have an extra layer of security. So it's quite amazing for what it is. You can even sign up for like family plans and things like that. I can't tell you enough and I just like having them as a sponsor. And the cool part is, I did that so good, I didn't even know we were breaking into a sponsor read until I had to legally tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, thank you to Speedify for saving the day. Thank you to Aubrey for hanging out with us today. Thanks to all of our live studio audience and all of our listeners listening at home. And every single one of you, we expect to see you at Leap Into Podcasting at the yes. end of this month. can't wait. I can't wait. My favorite part about Leap is I get to be in headquarters. Mm. So I get to hang out with Ken and Glenn in real space. Yeah. And they're way funnier than you think. <laughs> so they're a lot of fun. So I can't wait to go there. Guys, if you are listening to this at home or if you're in a live studio audience, make sure you jump over to the Apple iTunes store. Leave us a review if you like what's going on. Of course, if you have questions or something you want us to talk about, you can reach us at flow at ecam.com. And... Make sure you hit the subscribe button inside the podcast thing. It's now called follow instead of subscribe. I don't care what your podcast app says. Follow Just us. click it. Because <laughs> what that will do is on Tuesdays when we release an episode, you'll already get it. But you know, if you're the cool kids, you're just at the live taping anyway. Because right when I say the part of buy, we open up to Q&A. So if you're building a show and you want to get your questions answered live, Come to the live tapings. Yeah, absolutely. Even from the hotel in the middle of Cleveland. Yep. Yep. <laughs> We're here. We got you. And we don't know the answer. We'll send you to Aubrey. If you're nervous, <laughs> we'll give you your contact info to Aubrey so she'll yell at you about not being nervous. And yeah, and make sure you check out the morning minutes motivation-ish. <laughs> so I didn't say that right. How do you say it, Aubrey? I forgot. Morning motivational minute. Ish. ish morning motivation you gotta do the ish with the, ish with the head tilt <laughs> yes you gotta do the health that is very important the head tilt is cool it's always like yes, yes queen you gotta throw the hand up yeah
<laughs> it's like trademark. Come exactly. On. <laughs> trademark. Exactly. Um, you are a rock star. Thank you so much. I, I can't say enough about like how happy I am that you of all people got to be our first. And now I got to tell Jared Spink that he didn't make the list because I, <laughs> I told him that I kind of wanted him to be the first one. Oh, too bad. I, I'm blaming on Katie. I was like, Katie vetoed it, man. Yeah, this my, this my phone. <laughs> it's like, yes. Exactly. We're going to get you a number one jersey so you can rock it while you ride your golf cart. <laughs> there we go. I'm like, my golf cart's kind of awesome. It and is I'm, awesome. Y'all going to come see. Yes. Thank you, people listening at home. Make sure you go over to iTunes and get with the flow. Mahalo, everyone. Bye, everyone. Calling all campers, Leslie Samuel here, your camp director, back again to get you pumped up for something awesome. It's that time again. It's time for Creator Camp 2024. We took everything you loved from last year and stepped it up a notch. Yet we're back and better and man oh man, we're excited to have you join us. Now you may be asking, what's in store for this year's Creator Camp? Well, let me paint a picture for you. Imagine an epic kickoff party where new friendships spark and old ones rekindle. Imagine rubbing shoulders with not just the awesome workshop leaders, but also the amazing Ecamm team. Imagine having interactive, hands-on sessions where industry leaders share insights in fields that you're passionate about. Well, you just imagine Creator Camp 2024. Reconnect with the Ecamm fam, and of course, meals and beverages are all a part of your journey with us. Expect exciting activities and local excursions. What is it gonna be this time? Wine tasting, scavenger hunt, an evening of stargazing? <laughs> I'm not telling, at least not yet. This year's Creator Camp isn't just an event, it's an adventure. The Ecamm fam is taking over Amesbury, Massachusetts again, and trust me, you wanna be right there in the middle of the magic. So pack up your essentials, your laptop, your camera, and of course, your energy, and gear up for an unforgettable escapade at Creator Camp 2024. We can't wait to see all your smiling faces back together again. We'll see you at Creator Camp. Let's do this.